Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Welcome back to another episode of this here podcast, Sign Me Up Podcast. And it's not just any episode either. It's the 200th episode. We... <laughs> Let that shit sit. Okay. That's really a lot of fucking talking. That's like probably like 400 hours of talking. Wow. Because every hour, I mean, every episode would be like, about two hours some are longer than others mm. you, deserve you deserve a trophy girl congratulations that's it's crazy really you sis let me pass you the trophy and then you pass it back yes like i'm here to receive yes. thank you <laughs> love that for us <laughs> I love it. wow that's crazy 200 free free episodes you know mm. giving this giving this good content for free you know, it's right. easy, but somebody has to do it. And we are for the people. You know what I mean? We're humble servants. <laughs> and it's through, you know, consistency and humility that we have gotten this far. Amen. Right. And yeah, well, I wouldn't have done 200 episodes with any other person, Gina. You can say that again, girl. It's been really a wonderful ride. We've got so many funny, you know, so many great laughs. So many good memories too. Like of just like places that the podcast has taken us and it's been a great ride. And I can't wait to see what random times where we were in uh, Denver or like, you know, doing that podcast with the girls. Early days. Denver was early days. Or like, you know, New Year's Eve when we were like man on the street. Wasted. And just wasted and screaming into the mic. (laughs) People love that though. They love the live um, random ones. Like, (laughs) yeah. And then the pandemic, we took our lives virtual and the people love that. Um, damn we've really done a little bit of everything I appreciate us just like going with the ebbs and flows of life right and taking the show with us and just being like y'all gonna get y'all gonna hear about this shit right then in 2021 we became vloggers official business owners I mean shout out to that we haven't even announced our official business yes we business owners Yes, we've been here. We've been We're here. We're literally business owners. Like, I need to say that again. Like, I ain't never owned no business, bitch. You know, it's a lot, a lot to take in, a lot to be happy for and grateful for. Like, we we out here doing it. Yeah, for sure. Wow. I love this for us. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we really, I, we just have to get into it because we really had a very exciting episode to ring in episode 200. 
And we were looking so forward to a very unique guest that we've never, you know, never could have imagined in our wildest dreams ever having on our show. Mm-hmm. And they fucking flaked on us. So now we're going to talk shit because you're not about to be flaking on us. Right. Um, on our 200th episode, anniversary episode. But a couple years ago, let me see if I can see the exact date. It says two years ago, but I don't know. It doesn't say the exact date or does it? Let me see if it says... Anyway, it's not showing me the exact date that this episode was posted, but it was two years ago. We posted a little episode called, Have You Ever Loved Somebody with a Micro Penis? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we've even talked about a micro penis since then, but we definitely right. talked about, you know, how that would probably be to be in love with a person with a penis that you cannot feel inside of your body. And... <laughs> Um, you know, all of our episodes are accessible at all times, you know, any episode from any stage of our life. And I'm sure we've said some wild shit on the show in the past, but you know, that's all public for people to go back and search through and listen to. And somebody did, somebody went through old episodes and listened to that episode about micro penises and they reached out to us. To let us mm-hmm. think that they themselves have a micro penis. Right. I mean, it was quite Shana, the tell us about you took the DM. So tell us. About- <laughs> well, we received a DM from this guy, and I think was it you you noticed it though, right? Or was it me who noticed it? I can't. No, remember. you noticed it. You definitely Oh, okay. Okay. I noticed it. So I noticed it. I showed you, but then I never followed up. So you were like, right. yo. Yeah. So, yeah. So this guy reaches out and he's just like, I listened to your episode or was listening to a couple of your episodes. And I think that I would be good for the show, like in terms of speaking to us about, you know, his experience with uh, having a micro penis and some stories that he would just like to share that he felt would be interesting for our viewers. And of course we like, you know, ate that up and was like, of course I jump in because we've never had anyone openly, you know, be so open about like talking about this shit. So we were like, hell yeah. And um, right, cause we were like, we were like, yeah, this is pretty random. So like, we, we must say yes to this because this is right. insane. But then it went, when he confirmed that he was with the shits and then we were confirmed to do it, that's he had a whole lesson plan. Wait, like, he had the whole lesson plan. Everything he even wanted to talk about. Yeah, but I think it was somewhere around like us really confirming and then him coming back with a lesson plan that I started getting kind of skeptical. Like, okay, right. What? Yeah. The fuck? Like something, something, something started to get uneasy in me just because I was like, wait, so like, why is he so excited to talk about his micro penis? You know what I mean? Like, where is this? Like, how did you even find us? You know, how, like it, everything started to kind of get a little like concerning to me. Like, just what what is this all about? And so, um, when we're having one of our planning meetings, I go and like try to find this guy because we got his email address and his name. So we're I'm like, yeah, let me try to figure out who this guy is. 
and I stumble upon the Twitter and I'm just like, I don't know. We don't know what he looks like because his Instagram doesn't really have any, it doesn't have any pictures of him on it. Or no, I think at the time of me searching. His profile pic just isn't clear. It looks like it's of him, but we just don't know. Yeah, we, we can't, can't see the face. And so this Twitter profile, like, it was like this white guy is the profile pic. And I'm just like reading through the tweets. And I'm just like, I wonder if this is him. But the tweets were kind of weird. I couldn't tell if he was pro-Trump, anti-Trump. Like, it was like some weird political shit on there. And I'm just like, wait a second. Like, what if this is someone that's trying to do us harm? You know, like, then I started uh-huh. getting crazy. Because you just never know with white people. You just literally never know. Yeah. And um, I think he has, like, one of those, like, creepy white people names, too. Like, Dylan or, like, Andrew. Or I'm just... <laughs> I not his name is. But, you know, those, like, killer white boy names. So I'm just like... Oh. It's definitely the latter, the last one you said. That's why it's funny, like... Yeah. Don't even know his name, but you somehow <laughs> grouped it with the killer, killer white boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, I just was like, what the fuck? So then I, but I was still kind of like, if he's really going to come on here and talk about his micro pain, I mean, he, he literally emailed us a picture, y'all. He, he wanted to confirm that like, yeah, actually this really is the first, this is the first solicited dick pic i've received yeah Con- it was a consensual exchange of the dick he was like if it's okay with you i'd like to share and of course we're like you know well thanks for the heads up go ahead and share because we all know like the size misconceptions with micropene like some of us assume that a micropene is what four inches inches. or whatever you know but it could be like less than that or whatever it could be like one inch bitch that shit was like inch, and it was insect (laughs) yeah he had an any no he had an audi belly button but it was like about just about that size imagine a baby with an audi belly button that's literally right yep but it was like surrounded by like hair it was just so uh gosh it was so weird but like I really want to know what that is like you know what I mean like I'm I'm sure he has to have some sort of sexual proclivity proclivity you know what I mean like we want to know things about how what that experience is like and clearly you're wanting to tell us you're really wanting to share with us regardless of what our reaction will be like Mm-hmm. something like you know you guys can make jokes or whatever like i don't care i'm sure it'll be funny so he canceled this- on us y'all so he canceled on us and now we don't know if we'll ever get to know about this or was this just all and i smelled that cancellation when i tried when i tried to confirm it and mm-hmm. like no one you know no one answered and today canceled but the then the reschedule minute. today that's that's catfish behavior though that's very much that's what they do when you show up at the train station and y'all are supposed to meet up and then they're not there. Yeah, just just on the day. Mm-hmm. On the day. Let's, and then they're like, oh, shit, I had a um, fire at my grandma's um, bodega or whatever. So, like, I just got to, I-, I can link with you in two weeks or whatever. And then the same shit happens. Right. Yeah, so you never know. Sign me a podcast, got catfished. Basically. Real boy, like, send us, send us something to prove it. Nope can't even trust it because it's social media and they'll send you anything so yeah so that's basically what happened uh micropene or not I just I literally don't know what happened I don't know if we're being 
trolled. I, we're being catfish. I don't know what the end game is. I would love to kind of unpack it, but we may, we may literally just never know. And we have to just live with that. But, you know, mm-hmm. episodes in, first time getting catfish, I'd say not bad. Like, not bad. <laughs> catfish in a safe, you know, environment in a way that's like, you know, socially distanced and things like that. I can't, I can't complain. Right. Literally lost nothing by getting yeah. catfish. Still had a great story to tell. Right. And here we are kicking off uh Scorpio season with with the games which I think is pretty reflective of Le Scorpio you know what I mean I'm dead no 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 <laughs> not tying in the petty with guys no we are playing games because that's what we wanted <laughs> Because everybody keeps playing games with us, including the micro peen guy. So we want to play too. Um, Period. I got jokes. We all got jokes. Right. Yeah. So we're just going to, you know, play some card games, read some questions, talk about some shit. And there's no filter. There's no filter for this game. Feel free to say whatever comes to mind. It It will not be edited. If you say something, you better mean it. Can't take oh, it back. Oh, God. You know, I just watched this documentary on HBO, The 15 Minutes of Shame, about mm-hmm. how the, how cancel culture is just literally the most vicious culture there is on this world and how you can just, like, accidentally say one thing wrong or say something wrong and then it's just, like, you're dead. You're you're done. You're dead to me. I mean, yeah, I heard the walkout in Netflix with Dave Chappelle special. We talked about that last episode, but, like... You know, since then, I hear there was a little walkout at Netflix and Netflix. See, I didn't still even hear that they wa- that they walked out. I heard that Dave. Yeah. I saw a headline that said Dave Chappelle was down to sit down with them and talk to them. Oh, okay. Well, solution is near. But I just keep going back to in the in the stand up where he's like, "The trans want me dead." <laughs> <laughs> They do, Dave. That's the thing. That's what's so funny. Mm. Okay. Okay, so we are going to play a combination of games. I got two new card games out that I have not had a chance to really go through. And the first question we're going to ask is a mindfuck question, kind of. Oh, boy. And it says... Would a movie theater still play a movie if nobody bought a ticket? Hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah, are we supposed to find the deeper meaning with that? Mm-hmm. Say that again? Are we supposed to find the deeper meaning with that? But yeah, I, uh, movie no. will still play the vid- the movie even when no one buys a ticket. Yes, they will do that. Okay, yeah, no, it's no deeper meaning. It's just really like things that you probably never really thought about. Like, huh, do they? Oh yeah. I, oh. I would assume because it's so such a big, you know, like the, it's the theater. They probably just got that shit, like you know, on a loop. Yeah, exactly. Preset at certain times, but that's like such a waste of energy. energy. But I know they don't give a fuck. They don't. I guess you could still buy the buy the ticket, like even if the movie already started. So they kind of got to start the shit. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. 
What's the best thing about getting high alone? I go first. you go first. Don't have to pass the blunt. I can just sit here and take one to the face by myself, which we all know I am fully capable of doing. So See, I'm literally exactly the opposite in the sense that like the best part for me is that I can put that shit out after three puffs and like just put it out and not feel scared to keep smoking with a bitch like you who wants to face the whole blunt. I don't want to face the whole blunt. I do. I do. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just have gotten Okay. It's fucking pressure. (laughs) I like that. I like that, you know, you can just kind of be like in your own space and just thoughts and you know possibly like if it's thoughts or you're just like watching something interesting like that's really the um the best thing for I agree I do think that it's just nice to kind of just chill smoke at your own pace whether you're thinking about something scrolling through your phone watching tv whatever combination of all things Mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to kind of do it on your own terms um, but you know, I, I, I do like a good sesh too, you know, and we don't really yeah. like we used to, it used to be like, you know, anybody that had weed, you was ready to smoke with at any given time in any place, you know, could be from here to fucking Amsterdam to, you know, anywhere we've smoked literally with whole ass strangers, like just smelled weed and just was like, Hey, can I hit that? Like, that will probably never happen again ever in this life. But you, anytime something like that would happen, what would we always say? Look at how weed brings people together. Look at how weed you just make friends and da da da. Like that will, I mean, I'll miss that for sure about smoking with people is just like the random shit that like we'd be getting you into and just the people that you meet along the way because everybody loves weed all the cool people and it's always interesting to me I don't go into dispensaries often but when I do the range of people that you find in that fucking shop you are just like oh hey old white man old white lady uh (laughs) grown grown black man you know auntie is in here like just the range is so it just people who look like full on you know and this is to judge a book by its cover because that's what I'm doing but you know it's looking like people who are full on just professional and parents yeah yeah parents all types of shit so yeah do you um, ever like sesh with strangers again will I ever sesh with strangers again uh you know I don't really have the desire to (laughs) I never did. I never did. I mean, hello, this is coming from a bitch that likes to face blunts. Like we, if it involves, like if it's too many people, I do have an issue with that. But I also think that maybe that's a scarcity mindset of thinking like, is everyone bringing what needs to be brought to the table? Because some people just be kind of, you know, coming in without. See, but it's weird that you, you say that that's the scarcity mindset for me. I can't face a blunt because what if this is my last baby? Like and that, I can't, for that's me, my scarcity mindset that like, I got to put this shit out and have yo, I'm, and I'm related. I'm going to always have. So like that, it's a, 
I'm more afraid to share with others at a time just because I don't want my shit to go low. But yeah, like for me, it's just a matter of wanting to make sure people also come with the shit. Now, like there's some there's some etiquette to this shit. Like, yeah, I will I, say that I'll say that there's there are a few people who are always it, the etiquette is in place. You were the really, really pushed that etiquette piece, though, with the whole cannabis stuff like just you know from as simple as the puff puff pass and all that even though i've forgotten how that works because i'm so used to smoking alone but yeah definitely the one too- thing the one my one pet peeve about smoking is when you pass before you ash that's the one thing in a group setting like do not pass that shit to me if you did not ash it and you see <laughs> the ash about, about to fall on me like that's my number one pet peeve. And I always have to get on chase about that. He's the number one person who does that to me. And I literally will just not even take the blunt. Like he'll be, he'll be holding it out for me. Mm-hmm. And I'll just look at him. <laughs> I'll just wait because I'm sick of it. I'm fed up at this point. I feel that. Do you do you feel more vulnerable when you're stoned? If so, vulnerable to what? I don't think so. I feel like I'm probably more vulnerable when I'm drunk because I'm like disoriented or whatever, but not really. Not really. If I'm vulnerable to anything, it's probably time. (laughs) Oh yes. Yes, <laughs> some time can get ate up. It's ridiculous, honestly. The time management and stuff, like, don't expect too much promptness right. from me. It's absurd. Yeah. Okay. Next, what are the ideal qualities of a good coffee shop? Wi-Fi. Skip. I don't go to coffee shops. You don't. But even if you had to think about it, right? Like, well, yeah, Wi-Fi is one. Probably. I'm dead. You like <laughs> comfy chairs, you know, people like to sit comfortably while they're going to be there for the whole time. They don't want to be sitting on the bar stool. You need someone mm-hmm. back support or something like that. And then like, you know, pre-water, pre-water, a, a refillable water or something station. See, that's you would think about that because you must be going over there. I would say also <laughs> like some kind of quiet area, like away from For calls, people taking orders and all that shit, like a little alcove or something. Mm, yeah, um, where you can get out of the hustle and bustle of a coffee shop type thing. I went shit. to this one coffee shop that was really nice. It was big though. It had like a big outdoor space and indoor space, but the indoor space, like the seating and stuff was like way away from the actual bar place. Mm-hmm. You could definitely sit there, get work done, take meetings, that type of thing. Shit, I would say, you know, take it to Amsterdam, smoky smokers friendly. <laughs> Let me be able to like do that as well at the coffee shop. I like what they've done with the coffee shop thing. You know what I mean? Like that's a really cute branding idea. And if that shit was legal here, Starbucks would definitely be with the shits. I feel, I feel like I'm dead. Not Starbucks. 
I feel like they so cookie cutter, they would be the last. But they would probably have like designated locations that were with the shits. Not every location. <laughs> yeah, like the Starbucks on Crenshaw or something. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would I think that's about maybe good music, like um ambient music and shit. I don't know if that's necessary because you more than likely don't have your headphones in. Yeah. And definitely non-coffee beverages because I like, you know, the other shit. I don't even go for coffee. I go for lattes, like matcha lattes. Don't lattes have coffee in it? Yeah, but if it's a different kind of uh, latte, like a matcha latte, Uh, that's what I like. What makes Uh it a latte? What's latte mean? the milk the i think that milk the milk aspect mm, interesting yeah like i think that's what makes i don't know enough about coffee but i do be fucking with them chai tea lattes right next question what famous person do you feel the most sympathy for and why sympathy no sympathy for none of these niggas Sympathy? Britney Spears? Mm. They played the fuck out of her. And now I just found out they played Britney Murphy too. Oh, where? Britney Murphy documentary. Y'all remember Britney Murphy? She was on Clueless. Eight Mile. Yeah. Eight Mile. She played the love, the main bitch, the love interest. Like Britney Murphy. Did she pass away? Yeah, she died at the age of 32. Now, what do you know about her death? Do you know anything about it? Nope. Well, I don't know if I like imagined this or made it up, but I swear back when she died, they said that she had some sort of underlying heart condition that nobody knew about had gone untreated and that's why she died. They never said anything about like drugs or like anything like that, you know? It was just like a really sudden, unfortunate death. That's what I remember. But granted, in 2009, you know, I was fucking 19, 18, 19. So, like, who knows what I was paying attention to or following up on or anything. So, I just watched this documentary last night, actually. And come mm-hmm. out, she had this really sketchy older husband. And, like, she was isolated for, like, three years prior to her death. The whole time they were together, she would come to set. She would be totally disoriented. Everyone thought she was on drugs. Seemed like she was like super pilled out, just totally not with the shit. She was super thin, like anorexic type thin. And then um, she fucking dies. Her mom is being super sketchy. He's being super sketchy. They don't want to get an autopsy, like all this weird stuff. And then like six months later, he he mysteriously dies the exact same way. So it's like... And we are now never going to happen to her. But like something definitely sketchy went on with that. And I feel I feel for her because evidently she was under just like a lot of industry pressure to be like, you know, Kirsten Dunst, skinny, blonde, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. all the bitches at that time. And she wasn't. She was like an average woman, average sized woman, dark features, dark hair. And Hollywood basically ruined her. And then she got caught up with this sketchy man. And now she's dead. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. 
Mm-hmm. That's really weird. The Britneys. It's obviously it's not safe out here for these Britney bitches. Right. I don't really know what celeb I have sympathy for, but I thought about Kanye just with the whole mental illness part. Ain't no wrong with him. <laughs> Kanye is trolling us. Like I really so, some days I do feel like, you know, he probably does need some sort of like care, guidance, or assistance. Or like maybe he's even getting it. You know, recovery is an everyday thing, but also then I just have these moments where I'm like, literally nothing wrong with the man. He's just right. He's just fucking with us. Living his life. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. a, that's a good one. I don't know. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Think like, of another one. Uh, a hard go at it. Aaliyah. Aaliyah had a hard go at it. Yeah. I mean, I just think about the R. Kelly of it all with Leah. It's just like... What? I'm thinking about actually how she went down. Because imagine, like, how she could have felt, like, on that plane. Well, bitch, I can tell you how she felt on that plane. Because I was on the little Cessna like, that going to Martha's Vineyard. And the way that the sky ripped that plane through the air, like, it was... The wind was just tossing and turning. And I know... She was fucking terrified. I mean, it was not, that was not a good way to die. It wasn't like she just went to sleep or anything like that. Like she probably felt every moment of that drop (laughs) to her fucking, which is so like scary to think about. But yeah, she definitely knew what was going on. I mean, you could feel every movement in that plane. So mm, that was probably Okay, are we done with that one or? Yeah, no, I think we're done. I think we've, you know, really gone to a dark place. So let's come back from that. Right. Why is kissing pleasurable? Because the lips are tender. <laughs> I don't know. Some about the lips just activate all the other erogenous zones. It's just yeah, for sure. It's a. It's just a good gateway. Like it, it's a good. It is a gateway. It's something. Yeah. And to play like. Body it's just, you know, that forefoot. <laughs> it's something, all right. Ooh, child. Do you, are you like a slow kisser? I'm definitely both. Like, sometimes I do just like a nice slow makeout section. Sesh, sec, section. Section. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but then sometimes I do like a more like aggressive, like passionate, you know, groping energy type makeout. But I don't like anybody to try to like eat my face. Like you gotta keep it together. You gotta you gotta keep it up in here. <laughs> but I am a lip biter. I will bite your ass for sure. I'm into that. Yeah. Just don't be doing too much. Like don't bite to bleed. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't want your blood in my mouth, and I don't want my blood in your mouth. So. <laughs> That's gross. Um, For sure. It's gross. Nobody should be biting. Like, why are we biting? That's crazy. Yeah. Can you get aroused without kissing? Mm. Or is it like one of those things where you're like, I need to do this in order to get there? That's a really good question i mean that would be an interesting challenge because i think everyone's just so used to kissing 
that it would be an interesting challenge to be like, no, we sh- we can't kiss. We have to just like do everything but not kiss. Mm-hmm. That might be pretty interesting, but um, I can't say that I've ever done anything without kissing. But I don't. I think that I can be turned on without kissing. Because you can right. turn on by just like looking at somebody and thinking about that shit. So definitely can be turned on. Right. Um, and I can still get head without kissing. I mean, well then. So. Is is everything forgivable, ultimately forgivable? No. Why not? What if it's something egregious? Yes, but like I'm not I'm not forgiving somebody who like, you know, molested my loved one, you know, child or something like that, like a child molester. Yeah you need my forgiveness you know you can just deal with god if god chooses to forgive you then great but you don't need my forgiveness right yeah that's a tough one because you know if you're spiritual or if you're religious at all you know like people always like talk about forgiveness and like how you know we should always forgive and shit like that but it's like what happens if it's something that someone did that's just, you know? I mean, what do you think? Do you think that you can forgive? Do you think everything is ultimately forgivable? I feel like, you know, the budding therapist in me wants to say yes. <laughs> like, even <laughs> though it's fucked up, you know, like there are certain things that could happen, but it just goes back to the whole not knowing the side of the like you know perpetrator like what they were going through whenever that thing took place or something I feel like you know with the proper healing and things like that yeah everything is ultimately forgivable it's like yeah forgive your ass but I ain't gonna forget yeah I mean I guess I guess if you like want to look at it through crime committed because of mental illness type of lens then yeah sure like everything could potentially be forgivable I just don't know if I'd really want to forgive regardless of your side of the story like that is just so egregious I think even people who have mental illness about like you know pedophilia or weird shit like that like They say that it's, you know, it's an illness. They can't help themselves or whatever. But it's like, you know that it's wrong still. Even when you can't, like, help yourself and stuff, like, you know that what you're doing is not right. So I think Mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to kind of get over that part is that, like, you know that, like, yeah, you have some issues going on that make you desire this. But the, the the victim... You feel me? Like the victim is still, they're still being victimized. Yeah. Your own, your own satisfaction. Right. Yeah. And that's, that. that's another thing too. Like how you go about seeking that forgiveness. Like, don't be, it's kind of like up to the, you know, person to like, say like, Hey, you know, I forgive you. You got to definitely like know the boundaries and don't cross them. Don't be like pushing yourself on them to get, you know, get them to forgive you. Yeah, it's more so like time. Time will do that on its own. There's actually this scene in this show that I saw that was really uh, neat. Like, 
I'm not going to say too much about it because it'll be a spoiler, but it has to do with forgiveness. And I was just like, wow, he's just such a mature person to like be able to see that despite everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was. Um, Forgive is divine. So right. a glass of wine. Okay. Do you get to choose whom you love? Bitch, who do you love? Um, yeah. Yes and no. Yes and no. I guess yeah. But then if they not, if they your parents, I, I mean, mean that's still a choice. I guess you technically don't have to love your parents, right? But you know, it's kind of like I almost feel like nature. Like it's just natural for us to feel, yeah, connected to them, even if we dislike them. You know what I mean? Like, you can dislike them and still feel this urge to want to, like, you know, like, it's like a fight of, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, you're totally right. It's definitely like, you know, even when you want to be pissed off and this and that, you still, you still feel some type of way. Like, you still care about their feelings or you you know, you still have concern and stuff like that. And so that's the love underneath all that. <laughs> still, yeah, mm-hmm. it's about nature. What, but I do think what you ultimately that, get to choose. You get to choose. What about people that aren't in your life? You get to choose, I think. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because you're choosing to allow them in to like get to yeah, spend time with them, do all right. these things. Right. You know that just the way things work, like feelings build like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Aww. I want yeah. somebody for me to choose to be in love with. Uh. Huh? I said, I wish there was somebody around for me to choose to be in love with. I choose you. <laughs> no prospects. <laughs> Is life for learning? What sorts of things are we here to learn? Of course, life is for learning. Yeah. We're here to learn how to treat each other with respect. Shit, we're here to learn how to treat ourselves, I feel like, and also each other. Like, we don't even know how to treat our damn selves half the time. Like, mm-hmm. think about, like, all the hazardous things we put into our body on a regular basis. The, the places we go, the people we associate with that are dangerous or harmful to our health or mental health. Like, we don't even put care enough about ourselves. That's some real shit right there. I yeah. think took better care of themselves and they could take better care of others. Just like the whole, you know, put the life mask on yourself before assisting others. Like it's very much that. Yeah. I can definitely see that. We're here to learn. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's pretty much that is it. Like I'm over here. Wait, let me let me try to think. What sorts of things are we here to learn? I definitely feel like the part about the toxic shit that you put in your body and stuff like that. Like these things didn't really come to me until I was a whole ass adult. Like in yeah. terms of you know the things 
each day we're learning about shit that's just not good for yeah. us. And it might be something that we were like doing our whole childhood and things like that. And it's like, man. And breaking those habits is hard to. Hella. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's too much. It's honestly it's just too much. It's like literally starts getting overwhelming if you think about it for too long. But yeah, I I just think that as far as what we're here to learn and like all that type of thing, I don't think we'll actually know what we learned until it, it's all said and done. You know, hopefully when we're old and dead and you know in the afterlife chilling smoking a joint together we can look back and reflect on what we learned through it all yeah but until then i'm just (laughs) out here learning (laughs) right out here learning learning new things all the time yeah and Um, honestly i do want to love myself more i do want to learn how to do that more yeah so i can learn to love others more right and well like love others well okay well the last question i had was what is a successful life to you i just want to be happy yeah i want to have a life free of day-to-day anxiety Mm. that's That's happiness that's happiness right that's success that's it that's it yeah. i don't think it gets much better than that <laughs> a day with a day to day without anxiety <laughs> <sighs> i feel like every day is something for me to be anxious about right yeah successful life for me is definitely just living in my truth being happy healthy that's success for me yeah having enough mm-hmm. and that's a, that's you know in all aspects just yeah. having enough to provide for myself and for the people that I'm close to and um yeah wisdom knowledge I just pray that we do find the happiness that we're looking for in this life that we learn the lessons that are going to be beneficial to us that's my manifestation for today and for 200 more episodes oh my gosh yes 200 more episodes with you know a little payment (laughs) yeah we, we need to get some monetization in the next 200 for real you know put that in your prayer list listeners Yes. And if you've made this far, I know you rock with us and we appreciate you. Please leave a comment for the 200th episode. We would love to read some positive comments. Yes. And we would love to hear what was your favorite episode. And let us know if you think we should try to reschedule with Micro Peen Man or not. Yeah. Should we bring him back in? Should we? Should we give him another chance to catfish us again? Right. We probably will. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, you already know where to find us. Sign me at podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and concerns at sign me up podcast on social media. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. 
I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out.